Welcome to the 8th Phantom Canyon Production Journal. I'm Jeffrey Bridges, executive producer of Fender Productions and co-creator and co-writer on Phantom Canyon. And I am joined by... Me, Susan Bridges, co-creator, co-writer, co-other things. Hello. Yes, and this evening we have with us Mr. Phil Dawson, who plays Edwin in Phantom Canyon. Welcome. Hey, guys. How you doing? Great. I'm all fired up. Can't wait for the, the big release party. Yay! Yeah, soon, soon. We don't have a, a date yet, but it, it's coming. It's, um, yeah, it should just be another month or so, I'm thinking. January sometime, probably. Yeah. So, uh, Edwin, um, why don't you talk a bit about that? What was that like? Fun. He's a really cool character. Um, the whole story itself is really cool because I think it is, uh, I mean, not just a, you know, brown nose or anything, but it's really well written to encapsulate kind of what good stories are all about you know it's uh it has everything you're looking for whether it's you know action adventure and comedy and romance it has a little bit of all of that in there and i think that edwin fits the mold is that quintessential like sidekick character and so he's he's got a little bit of everything in him that is a lot of fun to try to portray if you will and so it's it's a fun character to try to to try to bring to life. He was um, when writing the show, at least for me specifically, he was my favorite to write because he has this certain you know well they all have a, a distinct manner of speaking, but he's got this um, I don't even know the, the, his attitude. He's youthful very youthful exuberance. Yes, he has a youthful yeah. exuberance, and he he was just <laughs> a lot of fun, and I really really loved uh, you know coming up with lines for him and his you know little witty responses to people and. Uh, one of the things I was uh, most excited about when I heard the first few episodes was your performance, um, because I had heard, uh, I was pretty familiar with most of the rest of our cast. They've been in a lot of our shows before, but you haven't, uh, I don't think, have you been in other pendant shows before? Just one. I was in, I was the ring announcer in the Kingery. Oh! Oh, that was you. Okay. <laughs> I'm sorry. I didn't remember, but you, yeah. I, it's a, it was a bit part. <laughs> It was memorable, though. It was. That's why we both, yeah. But anyway, yo, okay. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I was really, uh, we were really impressed with your audition, but I didn't know what to expect, you know, from the full role and hearing it in the show. And so yeah. uh, I just fell in love with Edwin all over again, hearing your performance. He's just so yeah, much Yeah, we've fun. heard the first couple. Jealous? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I am. Yeah. And he's, and that's that's the thing, too, because I, I did, I did a, I, I don't know how many auditions there were. I think I auditioned for all the male parts, too. And, you know, seeing that, uh, seeing the parts, and then kind of seeing the the scripts, too, uh, it kind of played out the way that I saw it in my mind and who this Edwin was, who, you know, every other character was. So I could really see it. And again, like getting back to the story, that that's what this story needs. It needs that guy, the kind of, you know, a, a bit of a slick talker that he has you know a little bit of a bitter truth in some of the stuff that he's saying. He has a little of the Eddie Haskell kind of thing going on where he's going to be, you know, your your best friend, but he's going to tell you how it is, but he's always looking out for himself too. So he's just he's a, like a complete character. He has his flaws and that made it really fun to try to, you know, again bring him to life. And the other thing is when I got the the note that's saying, hey, we like you for Edwin, you know, I had to go back and like listen to which guy was Edwin 
be like, oh man, that one. Okay, I got to bring that guy. Now I can do that, I think. Well, I was going to ask, because um, Edwin has, has quite a lot of energy in the show, and I was going to ask where that comes from, but you sound just as energetic as Edwin does, so I think that you're just naturally up there. Yeah, <laughs> a lot of enthusiasm over here. <laughs> That's good, though. We want people who are enthusiastic and excited, you know. But um, Well, we're always talking about how Edwin's always hopped up on sugar, so. That's yeah. true. He, he, he has an affection for the sweets. so It fits, because I do, too. So, very uh, relatable. <laughs> It wasn't typecasting at I, all. I no. wonder where that came from. It was probably something stupid. We were like, well, why would he leave? Well, probably, I, I probably I don't know. said he needed candy. A thing and we I'm put a reformed it in and, candy you know. addict, so oh. I'm like, obviously you would leave for candy. That makes sense. Well, what else would you leave for? Right? Right? Yeah. So. <laughs> um, but uh, your voice, uh, when you're doing Edwin, he's got a little bit of a, a, a twang, a little bit of southern flavor to it. Was that yeah. something that you had experience with before or... No, that was a, a just a kind of a shot in the dark, and it, it goes back to what I think that reading the just a little blurb about who he is and mm-hmm. what kind of guy he was, it it made me think of that. You know, slick talking little guy's got a little bit of this, and <laughs> trying to be a little Edwin to him, and and that and that's what kind of came to life too, because you know he rips off those lines kind of quickly, <laughs> and so I think doing that that little accent adds to who he is overall and I thought that really fit with you know uh, the image that I had of him and it just kind of came out and it was really cool yeah see right there you get that you, you and got he that sounds little preview, really comfortable so. with the accent like you know what I mean like it just it feels very natural like with Edwin's character and everything I mean I'm yeah. sure with the other parts and stuff you know people have said you know oh it was a little you know this is different but it didn't feel that way like with Edwin you just kind of felt like he really inhabited it <laughs> Yeah, yeah. And, and I do. Um, <laughs> it's a funny story because I, I, I work on the radio, so I have you know a real nice studio to do the lines in. Oh. And part of that is, though, that people would be walking by the studios, and I'm, you know, it, it's a silent studio, and you can kind of hear outside of it, and there I am going, Well, that moment, a little lad, we're going to get this down the right now. People would... <laughs> People would walk in and be like, what, is, what are you doing in here? And, you know, 20 minutes later explaining to them, well, you know, there's, I, I auditioned and there was this. And then I got this part, so I was really excited. And I got to cut five or six different lines of it. And yada, yada, yada. And that's Edwin. <laughs> <laughs> so they didn't think you were too crazy afterwards? Because he's got some uh, very strange things that he says from time to time. That's so. true. <laughs> Yeah, and those were, and you know what was so cool too, because trying to play the accent up on all of those, you can, you know, twang it so many different ways, and how, you know, and I'm excited to hear which which ones were picked. You know, how how do other people hear the lines that he has? Because I know I did a bunch of the same lines, but in different ways, and more twang or less twang or serious or funny, and right, there was a lot of playing around with them. Well, Edwin is also one of the uh, uh, characters in the script who we get to um, sort of uh, hear at a couple different points in his life. So was it uh, was it tough? Uh, like I'd, I'd say the regular Edwin, as, as folks got the little uh, preview uh, that you did just a, um, a couple minutes ago, he's uh, he sounds a little bit higher than you. So was it tough to go even like a, a little higher than that for younger Edwin or, or how did you work that out? Um, You know, it was total just like let's 
do the do the Edwin. This is Edwin, and then just try to bring it up a notch. This is Edwin too, you know. Ah. And and so there, it, it's more of a, and I and again I have practiced doing voices with my job too, so it's easy for me to kind of go from one to another. And get really high, and I sing karaoke songs too, and I do all the like Michael McDonald ones, so I can get pretty high. So, so that karaoke thing, it's on your resume, right? <laughs> yes, yes, I love it. It's so fun. So you do voices on the radio? Yeah, you know, I do a lot of impressions and accents, and you know, and it, it's sports radio, so it's it's kind of a you know, it's a not a niche audience, but a specific audience, you know, and so. You know, we'll do all kinds of goofy stuff with accents and, and voices and and a lot of it is just off the cuff, you know, pretending to be, you know, big buff football dude is like, oh, I need some more hitting and football, <laughs> you know, or, yeah, nerdy Mr. I don't really like football that much, but it's a scientific game. There's just, you know, there's so many things you can do on the radio that's just a lot of fun, and we just kind of go and have fun with them. So that's kind of what I did here, too, just try to have fun with it. Is that why you got into radio? Like, did you get in to do that kind of stuff, or is it something that you sort of got into after you're, you know, already working there? Well, it certainly has always been on my mind, but because I've spent so much time trying to build a career, you know, in radio and sports. And there's never been a whole lot of time and there still isn't, but, um, it's, it has been something for a long time that I've wanted to do to get into the voice side of things. And, and I've done a little bit of, you know, voicing for commercials and all that kind of stuff. But this was a real creative way to, to, to get that creativity, that creative energy out after some of the monotony you have day in, day out with, with sports stuff. So it's always been there. Um, and specifically the, the audio side of stuff, because, you know, you gr- I grew up with it, listening to radio and stories and fully produced productions are just so they're, you know, they capture everything. And it's just, it's, it's awesome. It's an awesome medium that I think is undervalued. And, and I think starting to have a, a renaissance of sorts. And with that kind of renaissance, you get, opportunity for not just professional radio or voice people in you know LA or Dallas or New York where these big studios are for like cartoons you know now with the internet there's just so much opportunity out there that it, it if you ever wanted to get into it now is a, as good a time as ever to to at least try because it's because it's there. Opportunities are there. And like with you guys at Pendant, it's just like, well, look, they send out stuff and you get it and you try it. And if it that works, it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. And and so far, i got a couple of things that have worked. So it's been awesome. That is awesome. Um, but no, it's uh, interesting, too, that you say um, it's been hard to find the time because we, we've had a few people that have said, you know, that they used to do a lot more like uh, stage acting and things. But it's hard to find the time for that. But the way we do it at Pendant, where you, you know, record on your own in your own time and then send your lines in and stuff, it, it allows people, I guess, a little more freedom to work it into their schedule so they can sort of get back into acting and things like that that they might not have been able to do for a while, which I think is really yeah. cool. Definitely, yeah. I mean, because, you know, this is really the only thing in terms of outside of radio, right, that I've had the opportunity to do, and it's because of the the way it's set up that I can actually, I can actually do it, can take some time 
on my own, whether it's late at night or just after a, you know, a, a work shift and have some free studio time. So yeah, it really works out well. Um, so this is besides your, uh, one brief, uh, role in the Kingery, is this your first, uh, experience actually in audio drama then? Yes, definitely. Yeah. Except for the Kingery wow. and, the, and that right. Kingery deal too was something like I was either going to get that part or drop it all together because it's like a sports announcer. <laughs> and if I didn't get, if I couldn't get that role down, then I don't belong in it, <laughs> but I got it. So it worked out. Well, I'm glad you stuck around because your Edwin is fantastic and I can't wait for people to hear it in the show. And he's, he's just so much fun. I'm, so good. Yeah. Yeah. Well, that's appreciated. I, I can't wait to hear it either. I can't wait to hear it all put together. I'm so I'm chomping at the bit. I've told all my friends about it and, <laughs> you know, talking about it on the air and stuff. Be like, yeah, got to go buy it Ooh, on the that's air. Awesome. Well, that's fancy. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Where, where can people hear you on the air? Um. Well, I do a show in Milwaukee and Madison every day. It's a split market program from 3 to 6 central time um, on the Big 1070 in Milwaukee or the Big 920 or make that the Big 1070 in Madison, the Big 920 in Milwaukee. Um, I don't know when this is being released, but on Black Friday, actually, the show that I'm on in the afternoon, we're actually filling in for Dan Patrick. He does the Dan Patrick show every day from 8 to 11 and like they picked our show to fill in on that Black Friday so it's like this huge huge deal for me and our show and everything like that so that'd be nationwide if they if you you know find where your local affiliate is very cool yeah very exciting so uh with Edwin was there um something particular about him that that you I don't know, that like gave you trouble that you really didn't like that was that was extra <laughs> tough or this well I don't know I don't want to spoil anything but there are points when he raises his voice and making sure you hit the the twang or you know if there's a a, a, a point where he's frightened or just the hitting the range of emotion but still staying in character I think was the hardest part the the easiest part is those quick little one-liners that he's, you know, giving you the business a little bit. Um, <laughs> those were those were the easiest because you can just kind of slip it in there. Right. Uh, but when there was like, you know, real emotion, real feeling that you had to throw behind something, that was more, that was the challenging part because he has such a happy-go-lucky attitude towards things and his character shows that in what he's saying that when you know, some drama unfolds that, you know, you have to tweak it, turn it down, but also keep who he is in it. And I suppose that would be the, that was the biggest challenge when the real drama hit and he couldn't just be, you know, Edwin happy-go-lucky. Right. I could see it would be tough trying to keep the balance between the two. So, yeah. Yeah. yeah and meeting, you know, meeting the expectation of, of that I have of him I know it's weird. It's weird talking in this like third person stuff. I usually don't <laughs> do interview. I know I'm usually interviewing people, so it's weird being interviewed and talking about it. Um, but you know, trying to keep that guy in character was was definitely one of the challenges. And meeting the expectation of he still has to be Edwin, but Edwin when he's stressed, or Edwin when he's sad, or Edwin when he is 
and it all has to kind of hang in there too, so you you don't lose it. And so yeah, that was definitely one of the one of the challenges. Was there anything special that uh, you had to do to like get into character, or was it pretty easy to just drop back? In? Well, uh, it, you've done it a few times while we're talking here. You seem to slip into his voice pretty easy now. <laughs> I can, yeah. That's that's what's kind of fun about it. And when uh, the one of the challenges, and I did this on a couple of the you know the cuts that we did. He's actually eating candy while talking, <laughs> and so I did. I used a pen cap to put into my mouth, and you know, t- do a line as Edwin, at least one of them. And I don't know if they'll get pulled, you know, put in or not. But having that, that's that realistic kind of yeah. He's chewing on candy right now and talking. It's hard to understand him. What did he say? <laughs> well, that was that's one thing I did to kind of get into character. And then because I was telling everybody about it and I had my um, audition like on my phone you know uh, just like in my email on my phone I would pull it up and read the little description and be like yep this is what I, this is what I'll be doing later so uh, this is what Edwin sounds like <laughs> and then go into the Edwin voice and they're like oh my god is that you and they're like yeah that's Edwin <laughs> see we're just you, you say anything in his voice and we start cracking up he's so much fun <laughs> that's good well, and I think too, I'm so interested to hear the, you know, the 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 whole cast together because even that will accentuate, hopefully, uh, again getting back to what that that quintessential kind of sidekick character is like, and you know, you have that more stoic, you know, lead guy, and you have the little sidekick to his right or whatever. Yes, Edwin uh, is quite the contrast. <laughs> yes, when you when you hear um. Pete Mylan's performance as Sam, he's very, um, I don't even know what the word I'm looking for is. He's very reserved in a lot of things. He's holding a lot of things back. And so the, the contrast between his and portrayal a, of Sam and your Edwin. And, right, a little and, bit paternal. Right. A little bit, yeah. So yeah, the two of you guys, you sound absolutely great together. I mean, the, the show opens, uh, there's a, a big scene at the beginning with the two of you like talking to each other and you, you guys just go back and forth so well together. You sound really great. With oh, I can't wait to hear it. I'm so excited. <laughs> no, I'm not trying to tease you, but it's just, yeah, it's so good <laughs> stuff. So. Um, well, uh, is there anything else that uh, you'd like to mention or get out there before we wrap things up? Uh, I, I suppose if anyone, you know, has a, the idea of trying to do this, just do it. Just do it. Again, like I said, I threw out a bunch of different auditions for this. I think I put in a bunch for Tabula Rasa too and and Excellent. Keep auditioning. Yes, yes. Yeah, and and so, you know, just keep just keep doing it. If you want to do it, just do it because the only thing that can happen is you don't get a part or you don't get something, but maybe they need one down the road and That's right. Just if, do you, it. If, if you want to do it, just do it. Exactly. And if you never audition, you absolutely won't get a part. So that's the, you know, the only way you're ever what? going to get anything is to keep sending them in. So Yeah, keep sending them in. And I think I also wanted to get out there that I think you guys do a really great job. I've been oh. hooked on the hooked on the Kingery, you know, because obviously because I got the part, but then I had to go back <laughs> and listen how it all, you know, kind of gets up to that. And and I don't know if it's you guys. I'm sure there's a team of of producers, and I, you know, and this is the business that I'm in, so I get, you know, the challenges that are involved with it, and and how to make something sound so good and. You know, there's one moment specifically that I was listening to when I did the the Kingery role that, you know, it just it takes you to exactly where that place is. And it was when 
we're, we're you're ringside for the fight, and there I am, and the other guy doing the color commentary is with me, and you're there, you're at the fight. There's the punches, there's the sweat, there's the the crowd and the cheering, and then it transitions that right into a, you know, the to the to a whole different room, a whole different scene, and it's two guys, or I think it's a, maybe a guy and a gal, you know, l- watching the fights on TV, and there's that 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 flip in the audio. And it's on the TV and, you know, it's shut that crap off or whatever the, the actual line was, you know, and that I, I absolutely love it. It's 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 fantastic work. I totally appreciate it. I understand the work that goes into it. And so when it comes together like that, it's so cool. And that's why I'm just so jacked for the release of this, too. It's going to be really awesome. Oh, it's it's awesome, I can tell you. And it's the same director. That's right. We have uh, Jared Page is our, our uh, director on Phantom Cannon. He was the director on Kingery last season. So Cool. For those of you that might not have, have uh, checked out the Kingery, do that. You can hear a bunch of Jared's work uh, leading up. You can get a feel yep. for his directing style. He's really awesome, and we've got, you know, all original music, and it's just, it's all going to be yeah. great. The cast is fantastic, so... Um, yes, absolutely. It will be coming. We keep saying, but yeah, as soon as we have a you know a date, we'll let you guys know. But it'll be this winter, so don't worry. It's very soon. Can't so, wait. Can't wait to share it with everybody too. It's really good stuff. Can't wait. All right. Well, thank you very much for being here, Phil. We appreciate it very much. All right. Keep up the good work, guys. Thanks. Thank you. Thank you. Stop trying to do math. Math is, I shouldn't do math on the fly. Let's just, yeah. Is that even math? (laughs) Very loosely. That's what passes for it around here. Yeah.